0: For listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Nailor Taliaferro, and on today's IBG episode, I wanted to touch upon a subject that I've talked about often on on YouTube. Uh, If you haven't checked out my YouTube channel at LCR, go ahead and check that out. There's lots of playlists of all kinds of different things, Um, business tips, tricks, equipment reviews, and so on. Um, But I've definitely touched upon this topic before in the past. And that's, uh, as well as I know a lot of other folks have over the years too. And that's being your own boss. Like who is the boss? Uh, Who's in control? Basically, you know, it's, it's your business and don't give in. You're the boss. So I wanted to kind of use, um, a recent example to kind of reiterate this point, uh, because those of you that have listened to my recent podcast, I uh, talked about the spring rush and how it was basically the craziest year for me, the craziest spring, craziest spring rush, uh, and it kind of seems like it's never-ending, and, and I know a lot of folks locally and on social media have had some similar experiences, and, um, you know, just had a lot of the same ups and downs and, and it's where, where a lot of us are still going through it, myself included, you know, whether it be staffing, um, not enough staffing, so much work coming and, and not wanting to say no to a lot of good work and, you know, wh- whether you're trying to grow or not. And in my case, I'm trying to grow, uh, or not, not trying because, because it's, there's a lot of work coming and, um, it's not like I'm struggling in that, in in that sense, it's the the staffing that's still the ongoing issue, which has always been an issue in this industry in general, but especially now in um, you know twenty twenty one after the crazy year that we had uh, with the pandemic, COVID nineteen, all that it's 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 even more challenging. I've talked about this, like I said, on previous episodes. Definitely check those out if you haven't. But basically, uh, it's it, it's just been. Uh, a roller coaster, I guess, is, is the best way to explain it. It's just, it's just been a roller coaster of a ride. Um, and you know, I've been wanting to grow my company sequentially over time. I want to get up to two crews. Right now, I have one crew, still don't have a, a solid crew leader that I can depend on. That's what I really need next. Um, and, you know, a, a couple of part-timers and, and those those folks come and go. I have one person that's been with me for three seasons now. So that's definitely a, a great feeling uh, to have someone with me so long and know so much about the, the company and I can rely on and so on. Um, so I just want to keep building upon that and keep growing my business. And there's, there's tons of work coming is, is ultimately what I was trying to say. There's, there's tons and tons of work out there. People constantly calling, emailing. It, it just never seems to end. Uh, and, and so it's just, there's just so much work to be had, but not enough workers to, to get it done. So I, again, I know everyone's in the same boat and all that. I just uh, are, are in a similar boat. So I want to just kind of preface with that. So with all that being said, there was different times where it was really rough for me, and again, I'm I'm still kind of going through those those trials and tribulations, and it just it never seems to stop being busy. Even though we're midsummer here, it's the dog dog days of summer, super hot and everything. But the grass is still growing, and people the phones are still ringing, and people are still coming out and asking for quotes, and it's just nonstop. Um, so I want to take advantage of the work, the right work, right? Because normally it's easier for me to say no to in the past to work that's not, doesn't fit, you know, my, my company. It's not services that, that we regularly offer. They're not in the neighborhoods that we're regularly in. They don't accept my pricing, whatever the scenario, you know, all the different things maybe combined, it's easier to say no uh, or, or refer them to someone else who, who can say yes, who does more of that work or has more room in their schedule or isn't in that area and so on. So for me, this year I've been getting so much work in the same neighborhoods we're already in. Everything that I've been building on over the last eight years has just really kind of come to you know f- fruition, where everything is just is just bombarding me all at once. Um, so with that being said, one of the one of the I had to start thinking really like what are some real adjustments and things that I could maybe uh, change some some pivots here and there because. During all of this, there was definitely some times where I was really struggling and questioning things like you know should I should I be growing should I maybe put paw push pause or should I you know uh, um you know downsize a little bit that's the word I was looking for uh and 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 try and release some of my stress and all that and it's just it's hard because you spend you know eight years building this up and wanting to get to this point, and then because of crazy things out a lot in a lot of cases outside of your control um, in the country and and in the world with the pandemic and everything, it's it's just is challenging because you, you can't necessarily. Um, you know, you, you can't change the workforce. You, you, there's different things you can do and try and, you know, raise your, raise your rates for your services, raise your pay rates to try and get, get and keep quality employees and whatever other things you can try and do. I mean, there's so many creative things out there. I've been talking about this on some recent podcasts, um, things that I've done as well as interviewed some folks and, and what they've done and some tips and tricks. So definitely, again, check that out if you haven't already uh, and more of that to come after this as well. Um, But ultimately, there just comes a time when you really have to figure out, uh, is is this kind of just all... Are these thoughts all from like the pressure of everything going on, you know, or are there actual, is there actual validity to, to this stuff? Like, wait, you know, do I really need to take a look at my, you know, my clients and, 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 you know, do the whole 80 20 thing and see if I can get rid of the bottom or, you know, raise my rates again and see who drops off and, you know, all these different scenarios which, that, that always seems to happen when you kind of get forced in a corner there, you know, you kind of start looking for ways out and, you know, whether you're raising your rates and see who falls off and everyone that stays on, now you're making more money and doing less. Right. So, I mean, that's something that maybe you were hesitating doing before or too scared to do before, but when you get yourself pinned up in a corner, you almost feel like you have no choice. So you got to come out kicking and screaming and you just raise those rates and don't even care what happens. And when the dust settles, you're like, Oh man, you know, I I didn't lose any customers or only lost a a few, but all the rest stayed. And I have, I'm making all this extra money now and I'm not doing anything more, you know, like I didn't take on any additional customers and so on. So it wasn't all that bad, you know, but that 's just kind of human nature, we kind of really stick with the status quo or or um just w- what 's comfortable that 's that 's the better way to explain it you know we, we stay in that comfort zone as human beings versus embracing that change and that uncomfortableness and and the the fear and the stress and anxiety of all that, not knowing, you know, and and thinking that it's going to be the worst thing in the world. And then usually when we end up finally doing it, whether we just convince ourselves to do it in a positive way or we get ourselves in a corner, like I said, and we just, you know, we hit rock bottom in, in some sense and we just have no other way but to go up and just you know, bite the bullet and we realize this, and that wasn't that big of a deal in the first place, w- w- whatever the scenario is, it's, it, it's, it's, it's uh hard to, you know, we, we just, we just want to stay in that, in that comfort zone. So at any rate, I had to really think what was you know what was kind of just me feeling like oh what was me and oh this is you know doom and gloom or what what was really uh, valid things that I needed to do and needed to maybe change you know like like raising rates or whatever for for an example um that's something that everyone should be contemplating constantly or reevaluating regularly, um so that you can stay profitable and stay on top of your game and keep your your business healthy and all that but you know, that wasn't one of the things that I was thinking, I already did that, you know, in the beginning of the year, but there's just a lot of other things. Like I said, do you, do I need to downsize? You know, man, I'm really trying to find good people. I'm really trying to find a crew leader. What can I do thinking outside the box to do this or that, you know, use, you know, this uh, hiring website and that hiring website, you know, referral, employee referrals, you know, bonuses, all the, you know, like whatever, like all these different things, you know, a lot of those things are things that I was thinking about and, and juggling, you know, in my mind and, um, you know, what, what, what do I, need to do, you know, um, maybe changing my routes, you know, downsizing in that sense, not necessarily downsizing my whole business, but maybe like cutting out a route or part of a route or some some properties that maybe just are more of a headache than, than others take longer to get there, take longer to do, the, they're not the, the nicest people in the world, all these different things. So I really thought about a lot, a lot of that. And one of the big things that I did in addition to what I've talked about in previous episodes, when it came to when uh, staffing and, and so on, uh, one of the big things I did that I haven't shared yet was I challenged the one commercial property that I had. Um, you know, and this goes back to you know who's the boss. You know, are you the boss and you know being in charge of your business. Um, and, and that's really because it is your business and you are the boss and you do, you do it your way. You know, you, you can listen to others and get advice from others. And obviously people are paying you to do a service, but that doesn't necessarily make them your boss. You know, it's, it's still your business. Like when you're on their property, yes, they want you to do things, whatever they're paying you to do, you know, so obviously you have to Follow that, but again, you don't have to necessarily do it exactly the way they want to, and all this kind of stuff. Like, if it's your business, your you know how to do the job, that perform the services better than they do in most cases. So you just need to explain to them that hey, this is how we do this, and that's to make it more efficient and more professional, or this is what works for our business, or whatever, you know, and so on. Don't let people kind of push you, push, puh, you know, push over, you run, run you over. There you go, and 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 you know tell you what to do and how to do it and all that and try and boss you around and everything else because you are the boss it's your business not theirs. Uh, so that's that's ultimately what it came down to for this one commercial property that that I have. It's um it, it's a small property, it, it's a daycare and uh, it's a, it's you know maybe like 15 20 minutes away from our traditional service area, but one of the reasons which I'll go into this in a whole nother podcast for another day. Um, I think I've talked about this on YouTube as well in the past and even uh, Instagram. So, you know, follow me on all those at LCR Media or Lawn Care Rookie. Um, But I've always kind of wanted commercial, a commercial, start getting into commercial properties just for the fact that, you know, there's year round work and in, in most cases, and it just gives you a little more diversity. Um, you know, we don't get a lot of snow here in central Virginia. So if you have a commercial property, at least you can get some snow work there because what little bit we get, at least, you know, you're going to be out there putting some salt down and, or, you know, plowing or, or whatever it is, but, you know, versus homeowners, they're really not going to have you do pay for that kind of stuff, unless it's a lot lot of snow every now and again, every couple of years or so we get like a foot of snow at one time and it's, everyone's like, Oh my gosh. And they freak out and the whole town shuts down for like a week or so. Um, and that, that's where you can actually make some money, snow blowing driveways, or if you got a plow on your truck, you can drag people's, you know, driveways and get them cleared out in two seconds and whatnot and get paid, you know, 7,500 bucks, whatever, you know, it is, um, depending on the size of everything. So, but, but that's, that's very rare. It's, it's really, if you have commercial properties, parking lots and things that need to, be taken care of no matter what you know zero trigger or two inch trigger for plowing you know zero um, trigger for for salting where it's got to go down as soon as there's precipitation and it's cold enough and all that kind of stuff if you haven't registered for the GIE Plus Expo 2021, then you can still save 50% off your registration with code VIPLCR. Again, just go ahead and enter in VIPLCR in the coupon code section, or you can click the link in the show notes of this podcast on the app that you're listening to. There's a link, you click on it for the GIE Plus Expo registration and you'll get 50% off. You know all these different factors uh, is why I kind of always wanted to have a commercial property. So. I finally kind of stumbled upon one. They contacted me. I mean, I I would go out and I would try and, um, you know, get my business cards out and talk to the people in charge of different, you know, smaller commercial properties, like like doctors' offices, dentist offices, small office buildings, banks, things like that, just to try and um, have something that... My thing was I always wanted to start small, you know, because it was just me, uh, me, and then eventually me and like one or two part-timers. So I wanted to keep it controllable. And worst came to worst, or worst case scenario, I could just do it myself if I needed to. Um, but nothing ever really came my, my way uh, from me going out after it. But I just happened to ha- be contacted by someone and I would get contacted from time to time by some properties and they were far away or they weren't really, you know, they weren't really the kind of properties that I really want to take care of just to, you know, just just to just say that, I guess, uh, just to make a short story of that one. Um, but th- this one property contacted me and it's because she lives the owner of the property of the, of the of the business lives in a neighborhood that we take care of. So she must have been following me out of the neighborhood or down the street one day, you know, and saw my trailer and the phone number and the logo and everything of my business. And, um, I don't think she, she called me like right then and there following me. It was you know probably later that day or the next morning, she contacted me and wanted to go out and and look at her business and, and give her a quote because they're looking for someone new. So at any rate that, so that, that was kind of a, in my opinion, a really good opportunity. I was really excited about it. This was a couple years ago. Um, and I was just like, wow, you know, now I can have my first commercial property. It's a nice little daycare, you know, there's decent sized parking lot. So when it comes to blowing it off and, and if there was any snow work, that would be good. Um, but as far as, you know, everything else, just like, you just, it's kind of all spread out. You just walk around doing a lot of trimming and edging and, and mowing different strips and patches of grass here and there. You have the whole indoor play area and there was always toys and stuff and garbage you had to clean up. So, I mean, it's, it's a traditional commercial property through and through kind of like everything that you would think of, you know, full property maintenance type deal and we can kind of spread things out throughout the whole year, you know, which is what I wanted. You know, you have the mowing, but outside of the mowing before and after like winter and, and spring and all that, you know, we, lots of cleanups, trimming bushes, putting down fresh mulch, some miscellaneous odd things, you know, odd, odd jobs that pop up that, um, the owner, you know, wants, wants to do here and there. But for the most part, it's all the same, you know, regular scheduled reoccurring revenue. So it, it was, it was all good and it all seemed good anyway. And it it all was working out as far as getting it done or whatever, like, you know, in, in a short amount of time it Only it took us a couple of hours for, you know, two, two or three guys uh, to get it done, depending on what we had going on that particular day, if we were just mowing or if we were mowing and trimming bushes or whatever. So all in all, it, it was good. The only downfall was that they were open. It's a daycare, right? So they're open extended hours for people to pick up, to drop off their kids early in the morning and pick them up late at night, right? To schedule around folks Work, you know, so they they open at like six thirty in the morning, I think, and they're open to like six thirty at night. So they've got these huge spread out hours Monday through Friday, and then they close on the weekends. So what that means is there's very little time for us to there's very little opportunities for us to get in there and take care of the property when there's no one there. Um, because that that was that was the thing, and in, in, uh, right off the bat was, hey, can you you know we'd like for you guys to come on on the weekend, you know, so because uh, you know we're open six thirty to six thirty, there's really no there's really no time, you know, there's kids always playing outside off and on and people always coming and going in the parking lot, dropping people off. And that was just kind of their thing. They never really went into it too much, never really explained it in too much detail or anything. And I never really questioned it at the time because I was just like, Oh, I was just excited to get my commercial property. I was like, all right, that's cool. I don't don't mind work on, you know, like Saturday mornings or whatever. And maybe in my head, I was thinking, Maybe we could come like after the close, you know, work, work a, a late night, you know, um, here and there, something during the week. If, you know, I want to, if I'm going out of town on the weekend or something or doing something with family or whatnot, you know, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But, as the the year progressed, you know as, as time went on, it that became more and more of an issue because so we would just go Saturday mornings um versus like Sunday, Sunday was always like, "Hey, you know we're never going to work on a Sunday unless it's like super absolutely necessary, but which I don't think has ever happened um, other than me doing miscellaneous odd odd stuff, odd jobs or picking up on what, you know, whatever, get, getting ready, you know, preparing for the week or something like that or whatever. I haven't scheduled anyone, you know, to work with me on a Sunday, I don't think ever, uh, or at least in a really long time. So, but Saturday mornings was, was the routine and because we couldn't really do it, you know, you think of late night, but that really only works now in the middle of the summer when it gets dark at like eight thirty nine o'clock. So if we got there like right at six 30 when they close and we can just get started, you know, hopefully we'd get done before dark, but like, that's really cutting it close. You know, we tried that once here and there, and it just never, didn't really work out. It ended up being like pitch dark in certain spots. And we're like, all right, well, we got to hit that spot first because it gets dark. You know, there's no street lights over there or whatever. Uh, Save the parking lot for the end because there's, you know, big parking lot lights and we can see everything. And there's just a lot of juggling around and readjusting because there'd be a lot of Saturdays where I needed to go or wanted to go out of town or there was no one available. Like, you know, the couple of people that I had at the time or the one person I had at the time, you know, asked for the weekend off also, like, you know, maybe they were going out of town and I just didn't want to do it by myself or whatever, or or, or I, or I did have to do it by myself. and And it took me like four or five hours instead of, you know, two hours because I was by myself. So it was still able to be done, but it's like my whole Saturday shot after that, you know instead of spending it with you know the rest of the day with my family normally when we would just come in knock it out and kind of take a half, work a half a day and be done and then enjoy the rest of our Saturday so it was really starting to kind of weigh down on me, um, you know, and, and it, was, it was getting old fast. So going into this season, I was like, man, something's really got to change. Like, I don't want to have to keep doing this every Saturday morning. And, you know, the night night times aren't working. And that's only, like I said, good for the summertime when it's in the spring and fall, when it gets dark earlier and we have daylight savings time. I mean, it's just not going to work. It gets dark by 6.30. So, you know, we can't do anything. So I, I, I would ask them, Every now and again, I would ask them, like, hey, you know, I think I asked them two or three times at least over the course of the last year, I'm like, hey, is there a way that we can come during the week sometime, whether it be early in the morning or the middle of the day, like, just sometime Monday through Friday um, while you guys are open, you know, like, is there a time that maybe the kids aren't, no one is outside playing for, like, an hour or something, so we just get in there, get that done, and be out of the way, and then finish up the outside, and then you guys can do what you got to do, like... And like they would either dodge, they would not even respond to the emails or, you know, the couple of responses that I would get would be like a totally different response. Like, you know, so, so there's a manager of the place and there's the owner and I, you know, they would both be CC'd and they'd both be on the same email and, you know, one would say, "I don't see a problem with that," and the other one, you know, would say, "Oh, well, I, I don't think that'd be good. I'm, I'm concerned about the traffic, the drop-off, pickup traffic," and, and I'm like, "Okay, what? You know, like, so I would, I would just kind of like let it go. I wouldn't press the issue anymore." But I mean, I would always say, like, because it gets very tedious to do this on on Saturdays, and there would be some weekends where it rained the whole weekend, and there was no way for us to even get there on a Saturday or a Sunday because it rained like the whole weekend. So our only option was to get there on like a Monday or a Tuesday late at night or, or whatever the deal is. Like, I think we showed up in the morning on Monday and did the outside and you know just told them, Hey, that's what we're gonna do, we're just kind of deal with it, and they didn't complain type deal. And then we came back later that night or maybe the following night or something to do the inside after they closed or whatever. And again, it's just, it just, it just got old quick They always have like some different method to get this property done every week. Um, and I just, I like consistency. I need consistency in my life. A lot of people can probably relate to that. And that's one of the things that I love about lawn maintenance is that it's reoccurring Revenue, but reoccurring work is the exact same routine. You're mowing the same lawns, um, the same days, typically, you know, over and over again every week. Yes, that can be boring and monotonous for some, or for for many. But for me, that's just routine, and it's one less thing I have to think about. You don't have to plan out every day, every day. You know, the whole day every day. I know. Okay, these are the 15 lawns we're doing today, or these are the 18 lawns we're doing tomorrow, like in this neighborhood, or these two neighborhoods, or whatever like it's the same thing. It's just less that I have to worry about. So for me and everything that I have going on in my life, everything else that I'm juggling, it's nice, you know, to have just to have that kind of routine. And then we fill in the blanks with other stuff like, oh, it's time to trim shrubs. Let me, you know, get this schedule together. When are we going to fit this in and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, there's all, there's going to be all that other extra stuff, but at least I know I can rely on the lawn maintenance part of it to be routine. So Having this commercial property all over the place like this just add it started adding more and more stress, and then, when you get to the point of how this how the spring rush was just recently and how crazy of a year it had has been for me and for a lot of folks, that's where I really started thinking about man i this is just it, it, it got to the point where it was just one more ridiculous thing that I had to deal with on top of everything else because. Our schedule was just getting way out of control. We ended up having to get, you know, Friday's schedule done, you know, getting the week finished on Saturday, you know, uh, like the residentials and still like, well, and we still have to do the commercial property on Saturday too. Like, and it just, it really kind of ran us, <clears throat> it really ran us ragged, to be honest. So that's why I was really thinking about, you know, it, what, what can I do here? What, what can I do? And finally, there was, um, kind of like a situation with the owner, um, where she kind of came out and confronted me in a little bit of a aggressive way because, um, that there was one particular week where, you know, I kept emailing her like, you know, Hey, I, I'm sorry, we haven't been there yet. You know, we'll, we'll get there soon or whatever. It was just, it was just a really, really rough week, which was kind of like a culmination of so many things, it was probably like the third or fourth week of chaos, you know, in, in my life, and my business. And I, I just wasn't really, I just really didn't even care. To be honest, I was just trying to just, you know, get whatever done that I could get done and communicate as much as I could. And she just, she can't just happen to come out when, when I was there or whatever. And was just like, Hey, you know, I really need you to be a prior, I really need you to make us a priority. And, you know, the grass is getting all crazy and there's snakes and all this stuff. And she just basically, I, I could tell she was stressed out about like whatever she had going on in her life and they got a big giant now hiring sign banner up on the street and everything. So clearly they're struggling like everybody else in the country, I guess, you know, is what it seems for help, whether it's a gas station, you know, lawn care or daycare, you know what I mean, like you know, or restaurants, you know, grocery stores. Everybody's looking for 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 help. So, you know, it, it seemed that she was pretty stressed out too, and she's trying to kind of like you know project it onto me and all this, and like just, she just, I could see that she was very agitated, and 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 it just kind of caught me off guard and got me a little upset and defensive. And I'm like, hey, you know, I got a lot going on. I'm do, I, I you're property is a priority, but I have like 80 other priorities as well. Like what, what makes me prioritize one over the other? Like everyone's on a schedule and I get everything done as best as I can. But to be perfectly honest with you, it's extremely stressful and and challenging to have to only have like one day out of the week to be able to take care of your property, which is Saturday. And then, you know, I've tried so many times to get you to f- come up with another Time of the day during the week that we can come out. You know, I said there's plenty of other daycares that I see in passing throughout the week to have other companies taking care of them in the middle of the day or early in the morning or whatever. And there's kids out there or whatever. They 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 figure it out somehow because I see them out there mowing, taking care of the property. So why why can't we do that? You know, and I I said almost all of that word for word. You know, I was very. I was very, you know, uh, upset to be honest, you know, and, and tired and, and just like, I just wanted to voice my opinion and, and, you know, we kind of went back and forth a little bit and she gave me a lot of looks and, you know, I said, you know, I'm struggling with staffing as well, so I'm doing the best I can. And, you know, I got to, I'm moving, had to move my daughter out of college, you know, like I I can't just sacrifice every Saturday, you know, to to this property anymore. Like I have a life too. And it's it's just getting a little bit too difficult uh, for me. I said, your property is really challenging to get done only giving me one day to do it Uh, and so on. And she was just kind of, you know, giving me these looks and shaking her head and whatever. And That was just kind of like the end of it. We never even really came to any kind of agreement. She was just like, I just want you to make, make the, you know, well, well, you know, blah, 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 you know, make it a priority and all this kind of nonsense. And I was like, okay, you know, yep, whatever type deal. And that was the end of it. It was, it wasn't the best, the best uh, interaction to, to be honest, you know, And, and. Again, it is what it is, you know, I don't you know, we it, I wasn't rude and she wasn't rude, but we were definitely uh voicing our opinions. Um so, but that really was kind of like the catalyst of me, you know, like a however many days or week later, I was like, "You know what? I'm just done dealing with this property. I'm just done with this whole situation. Like I some something's got to give, you know. They're they're obviously not giving. They're not they're not budging at all." You know, I've given them so many chances, so many opportunities I've tried, you know, and, and then they're just not giving me anything. So I, I was just done. And, and the, also part of that weeks and weeks prior to that, if not months, I was getting calls and emails from other commercial properties asking if I had any room on my schedule or if I took, if I did commercial work and if I had room on my schedule to give them a quote because of either, either a, um, the company that was taking care of their property is, is going out of business and they won't be servicing their property, um, any longer, obviously, um, starting whatever time or, um, B, you know, the company that was taking care of our property is downsizing and won't be servicing our property, um, beginning next month or whatever. And it was like a month from, you know, when they sent the email and I'm just like, man, like everyone is struggling. That's crazy. And I didn't even think that was even a thing to even, you know, do that kind of stuff. Like to, to you know, give people, give a commercial property like a month or something, notice say Hey, you know, we're going to, you know, not be able to service your property, you know, starting, you know, blank date or whatever, you know, or, or some people like, you know, you need uh, until you find someone else or something, but So that also was kind of in the back of my
1: mind. So I was just thinking like, you know what? Hey guys, Mr. Producer, and I wanted to take a minute to talk to you about the LCR Media Podcast merch shop. If you're looking for a way to support the show and share it with others who might also enjoy it, then check out our LCR Media Podcast exclusive merchandise. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, even an insulated water bottle for when you need to take a sip of water. I think I'll leave that one right there. Anyway, just click on the link in the episode description to see the products. Make sure to tag us on Instagram at LCR Media if you do snag some swag, and we sincerely appreciate you listening to and supporting the show by picking up some gear. Thank you, my friends. So that also was kind of in the back of my mind. So I was
0: just thinking like, you know what? I'm just going to tell these folks that I just can no longer service their property and you know, that we're not in any kind of binding contract or anything. It was We never had any arrangement like that. It was just an agreement and that's it. Um, nothing, you know, the contract signed, Hey, from this, this date to this date, you know, it is, it, it has to be taken care of or, or, or not or else or whatever. There was nothing like that. So I could, they could, you know, cancel me or I cancel them, you know, whatever. But so I, i sent her the email and said basically that, you know, I'm, I'm deciding to stick with residential versus commercial because it fits more with my schedule, you know, something along those lines, um, using those keywords there. And and I said, you know, I will no longer be able to service your property starting whatever. I think I said like July 1st, you know, and it was, you know, a month and some change away from, from, from July 1st. So I was giving them, over a month notice. Uh, and, and I, I, you know, I immediately felt good about it. I was like, oh man, so, you know, such, I mean, I, obviously I felt a little bit nervous, but you know, just because like that's, that's a big deal, you know I mean? That's, that's less revenue and all that. And, you know, I kind of felt bad a little bit, but at the same time, it's like, I, I, something had to give, I needed to alleviate some of my stress somehow, you know, I need to get some, some, my life back, some part of my life back at that point. So I was just like, you know, it, it is what it is, you know? And, um, and then she responded like a day or two later or something and you know she she said uh you know if 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 you if we're able to Uh, make it work that you can come sometime during the week. Will you, do you still need to cancel? Like, like, will you, will you be able to take care of our property still or no type deal? Like, you know, like, was that basically like saying, was that the, is that the main issue or, you know, are you just not able to take care of our property regardless of, of, of when we um, say you can come type deal. And, and I, and I said, well, yes, if we can do something during the week, then I can still fit you into the schedule basically. And, you know, so she, and again, it was like days later or whatever, and they finally came back with, you know, so Monday, uh, how's how's Mon- How early can you come on on Monday? You know, and I said, well, the earliest we can start is seven a.m. because that's when a noise ordinance stops in, in Chesterfield County from ten p.m. to seven a.m. So we can get started then. And she's like, perfect. If you can come then on Mondays, and then I, then I think that'll work out. You know, you get started on the on the uh, inside play area, and then do the outside. This way, the kids can go play when you're done on the out on the inside play area, and and so on. So, so it all worked out. And I was like, okay, good. There you go. So we've been taking care of it on Monday mornings for the past however many weeks or month or so now. Since then, and I mean, it's it's it's, you know, it's still, it's, it's added work, you know, it's, it's, it's still the same workload. You know, we just kind of had to shift the schedule. Um, it, it's on, it's on Monday now. Um, you know, so it's, it, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a transition, right? So we have the commercial property and then we go and we do all the residentials after that. So it's kind of like two different mentalities and two different areas of town and whatnot. But, you know, it's better than having to sacrifice half of a Saturday to just take care of this one commercial property. So, and we had more dialogue about it once I kind of called them out and said, "Hey, look, I can't take care of your property anymore. Like this is it. You know, we're we're done. You know, I st- stood up for myself, stood my ground. I'm the boss. This is my business." And and I just told them flat out this, this is what we're, this is what I'm doing. And all of a sudden, you know, now there's a dialogue. Now they're trying to figure something out. You know, now they're trying to go back and forth and work with me. It's like, man, I mean, I was trying to do that for, for over the last year, you know, multiple times I've tried to find a way to resolve this, to make it a win-win situation for both of us. Instead of it just having to be me coming out on a Saturday every week. Like that's probably why they needed to find a new service, you know, and and I happen to be the one and I'm just like, man, was I a sucker? Like, what's the deal? And so, but anyway, ultimately I was able to get it in my favor. So, you know, I was able to, to just stand my ground and, you know, get, get, get what I needed to get done the way that I needed to get it done, you know, and I didn't give in. So that's, that's the bottom line, you know, that's a, a 30 minute way of uh 30 minute story 30 minute 2 minute story to explain where i where i was coming from where i was at where i was coming from what decisions I had to make and how I, how I made the decision and, and the ultimate outcome. So I just kind of wanted to throw this little IBG episode in here just to, you know, as we're in the middle of the summer and maybe still kind of stressed out about things, maybe overworked saying yes to too many things, or maybe dealing with too many stressful things, people trying to be bossy and whatnot, you know, that's where we really have to uh, hopefully this kind of, these kind of stories that I that I share and other others in the community share can help, you know, motivate and inspire others to do something that needs to be done in their business for themselves, for yourself, to make things better for you and to, to reiterate that you're the boss and it's your company. And if you need to raise your rates or you need to get rid of some people, even if it's in the middle of the season, obviously be professional about it and give them the proper time and for the transition. But ultimately, you know, you got to do what you got to do to keep your sanity and in, in your business, especially if you have a family and all that, you got to have a life. So Ultimately, that's, that's what I got for today. Hope you guys enjoyed. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Lawn Care Rookie, signing off. Hey guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this
1: episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. Mr. Producer here and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.